Okay, this is good morning. This is a diary note on Saturday. And the first job I have to do is to tidy the kitchen and uh, take off the dressing gown, get dressed, quickly throw things together. I'm not going to bother to shave. And then the job is to go up to Hyde's Equestrian, uh, get get uh, Summer the Pony, um, rig up the, the horse box, um, and do all those things and drive to a place called Maryville, south of the city, not very far away, because my daughter's competing in a um, show jumping uh, competition this morning. And she got second yesterday, so, you know, it's pretty good. Um, I also have on my agenda to watch the British Open golf. Anyway, that's where things are at at the moment now, at uh, must be nine o'clock. Bye for now. See you later, I hope. There is a tide in the affairs of women which when you look at a beach hedge you're inclined to admire the contrast between summer beach and winter beach and an evergreen hedge is somehow ever more satisfying to me than to you or to maybe maybe anybody most people have evergreen hedges maybe it's to keep the world out or maybe it's to keep the world in but as I walked past St. John's Wart or I thought I saw a little a little wagtail in the growth. Ah, Red Robin, Red Robin, growing up and there is the flag of Cork, Cork cake, the Cork Gaelic Games flag is red with white and red lines across it diagonally and the the logo, if you like, is got two towers, two red towers on a yellow background. That's the top three-fifths of it. And on the top of each red tower is a flag, a white flag with a red cross, diagonal cross on it, which reminds me of the cross of St. George. I don't know why. Then in the centre, between the two towers, is a, a boat. It's green, but the green is on top of blue, and in this light it's difficult to see if, uh, what exact shade of green. And the, the boat is a sailboat. It's got you know, one of these old sailboats with big sails on top and small tails, uh, small sails somewhere else. And then there's green on either side, and it's in the shape of a heart, if you like. And and that's that's what I'm seeing. And there's broom, broom, broom is not blooming yet. Yes, the broom is not brooming yet. What do else do I see? I see ivy growing up along the trees across the other side. Uh, I see that variegated 
leaf which will have red berries later in the year. I see heather. I see a border of heather. I see grass. And by grass I mean long pieces of grass. I see hydrangea, pink hydrangea. The particular species of hydrangea that I find most boring. In fact, there are such exotic hydrangeas. Come on, Alvin. Let's walk on here. And just see, besides 10D199, little red car there, there's a Hebe, a well-developed Hebe. I once lived in a house that must have had a... I once bought a house that must have had... Well, it was like as if it had a hundred Hebes. That was the house where I peeled back the undergrowth one day after I'd bought the house. And what did I find? A garden pond with fish in it. I had never... Oh. Now, is that Caryopteris? Caryopteris. I think it is. But I'd never seen... This was a homemade pond, and in the evening there were frogs and, I think, toads. So here's more hebe and lavender. I'm talking now about what's growing in my neighbor's front gardens. But I'll, I'll never forget having a good laugh at myself and thinking, Paul, you're such a fool. You bought a house with a f fish pond, but you didn't realize it. I wandered lonely as a plane tree past fuchsia hedge roses but no mombrisha I wander back along the path I've already trodden an Alvin beside me and this time I notice the white flowers of oh, something that has slipped my mind things that slip past my mind go somewhere oh there is an Acer purple acer. Not an acer that's falling really down, but an acer that's pushing branches up. I like acers when they form canopies. There. That's the sound of one of my neighbors cleaning out his car. The English are very good at cleaning out their cars on a Sunday morning. This is Saturday now. I'm hopeless at it. Every now and again, like every four or five months, I decide, oh God, I will invest. Sorry, excuse me, I wasn't really talking to any God there. Oh, there is Budlia. The Bodlia Commonaris. 
the kind you see most frequently down the side of railway tracks or anywhere where the soil is poor. That neighbour was using a vacuum cleaner to clean out his car. Every six months I get a rush of blood to the head and I decide to invest in a, a cleaning of my car by outside and inside by a skilled practitioner, a professional cleaner. And I find these professional cleaners in parking lot. Well, in, what do they call it? A parking something. That's part of a, what the North Americans call a shopping mall or mall. Maybe it's shopping mall, not mall. Now, across the road are blue. Blue, pink and a tiny bit of white. Um, I wish I could say they were delphiniums, but we used to have them in the garden. These, this bush of things I used to dislike while I was young. But the blue ones, you have to bury old bicycles and iron filings underneath them to ensure that there's enough ferrous underneath in order. There's a bee! There is a bee! Unfortunately bees are not common enough. One uncle of mine, Uncle James, used to keep bees in our house. I have to watch the bee. Oh. I'm able to allow a bee to land on my nose and sit on my nose. I'm even able to allow a wasp to land on my nose and sit on my nose. Because I learned, through being given advice as a child, that the thing to do is not to scare the bee, or even the wasp, although a wasp's thing would be very unpleasant. Not to scare them, just to stand still and wait until they've had their sniff of you and are moving on. Not to swat them. Now I'm not a person who is morally averse to swatting flies, I must say. I was too lazy to write to be continued on the title of earlier talk, so I'm going to just carry on looking at the pieces of hedging that are stalked over the walls of the um, kindergarten or um, place for keeping, looking after young children. Two men walking together on my left-hand side, one holding a smartphone up to his right ear a minute ago. Now he's looking at the screen and giving the smartphone back to another person, the other guy who's wearing a grey t-shirt. 
and I'm walking into the manor. This, this little road on the estate where I live is called Crawford Manor, which reminds me of Crawford Mess. Here's the recipe for Crawford Mess. Meringue, beaten into pieces. Ideally homemade, but not necessarily. Ice cream, scoops of ice cream. Ideally, um, honeycomb ice cream. But other ice creams might do you. Soft fruit. Ideally, blueberries, raspberries, red, red uh, soft fruit with uh, juice, uh, ideally bought frozen from the supermarket and allowed to melt. Coming towards us is a Labrador waving its tail vigorously and a tiny little pug-faced dog which doesn't seem to come much above that man's ankle. Good morning! He's controlling two dogs and he has a boy with him who's riding a bicycle who is indeed on the grass wearing a helmet. Um, what else goes in eaten mess? I, I, I hesitate because cream is not a necessity or essential. Meringue, ice cream and soft red fruits with juice. I think that might be... Oh no, I nearly forgot the silly, silly, silly me. And you're probably laughing at me because you'll have realized how to make this recipe better, won't you? Chocolate, chocolate, grated chocolate. Probably the grated chocolate on top of the ice cream. But I think it's better buried in the middle of the Crawford mess than just sprinkled on top. But you know what? If you forget to put it in... Do you know I've seen very few Berberis? Very few Berberis. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm looking at a delicate blue. It's not a flower. It's a collection of tiny filaments in a cluster. Collection would mean a cluster, wouldn't it? I'm also looking at green scaffolding pipes. Surely they're not really scaffolding. They have to do with building houses anyway, because here's a warning to the public. This building site is private property. No unauthorized persons allowed. Liability will not be accepted by the owners or their representatives for any injury sustained by trespassers. Noted, notice to parents. Parents are especially requested to ward children on the dangers. I'm reading exactly what's written. Comma, and consequences, comma, of trespassing, comma, and playing on this site.
the plowman homeward plod his weary way and leaves the world to darkness and to me. Elegy written in a country churchyard by Thomas Gray. This dog has got the biggest bladder that I have ever visually experienced. About three times larger than mine. I'm walking on grass, which is, I'm sure, why Thomas Gray's The Plowman Homeward Plods His Weary Way I, uh, is why it came to me. But I moved from walking on pavement within the estate to walking on grass and to walking around the Blackthorn Hedge with its needles, with its... Let me just experience one and that will remind me what you call... Oh yes, I know. These were the things that were driven into the head of a very famous man once. Yes, you've got it. And in case you haven't, these are thorns. remember the thorn birds was that set in Australia was it a film or was it a series I'm pretty sure it was a, a film and was there a Roman Catholic priest in it I know who will know the answer but this isn't a quiz I do like quizzes I do like quizzes I wish um, somebody would going to use the jargon that Anchor use. I wish somebody would open up a station. General knowledge quiz. In fact, it could be, there could be two, um, two parts to it. Like, the first part is, is general knowledge question, general knowledge questions. And the second part could be specialist questions. Like, your chosen subject is the battles of the American Civil War. Or the tearing down of the Bastille. Or English monarchs. Or left-handed heroines. Blind musicians. I'm not totally sure. Oh yes, deaf musicians. It could be the operas of Donizetti. There's a signpost in this estate, which taken at the flood, leads on to number 27, Crawford Woods. I'm going to let Alvin off the red lead. He has a red collar and a red lead. Okay, Alvin, you can go. Say hello to the people. Okay, go on, go. <laughs> you were meant to run away. He's meant to run away. 
But he looked back at me to see. Look at the birds, Alvin. Chase the birds. Look. Look at the pigeons. Catch them. Go on. Get a pigeon. Go on. Catch them. Go. Go, Alvin. Catch a pigeon. Come on. That's it. You've seen it. Uh, Alvin is not sufficiently attracted to talking to pigeons that he let them fly off and he's doing more more urine my goodness this is definitely oh I see a dandelion did you blow when you were young did you blow dandelions she loves me she loves me not he loves me he loves me not did you do that When's the last time, this is not a quiz, this is just a gift, when's the last time you blew a dandelion? I could practice golf here. In fact, what I'm walking on would be light rough and would be perfect for practicing golf, but I never have. And it's not as if, oh, I'm going to blow a dandelion. I didn't think that at this time of the year. No. Now, anchor. You love me? You love me not. You love me? You love me not. You love me? You love me not. You love me. You love me not. You love me. Damn you, give me an opinion. Only two left. You love me. You love me not. You love me. You love me not. You love me. You love me not. You love me! Anchor, you love me. Do you? But you know, I take whatever the universe decrees, whatever the elephant blows my way, whatever the puppet master, whatever the gnome king of the known world decrees it's a good name isn't it no Malone yeah it reminds me of the fried Oreo which seems to have well which doesn't seem which has bitten the dust you know when lots of people Look at Red Robin. They don't realize that it's a good thing to cut the red parts down and it encourages growth below because they can get quite strung out. And there's nothing like a good fat hedge with great blackberries. Look here, Paul. Well, I knew already, so I better not pretend that I found them. But there, this is a good place for blackberries. Did you go picking blackberries as a youth? 
Did you go with buckets out into a countryside or the end of your garden, whatever, and gather blackberries and bring them home and either mash them and eat them or make blackberry and apple pie? Have you picked the fruits of oak? I'm looking at two testically shaped oak berries. They're too beautiful to separate. They're firmly, they're very tight. As if they were chilled. Unlike the testicles that I know, but this is splendid oak tree, really is. I think there's nothing like an oak. There is nothing like an oak. Nothing, nothing. There is nothing like an oak. And then again, women are like oaks. Solid, strong, well-rooted and growing. And long living, yes. And they start with narrow trunks and they expand. Women are not to be taken for granted and when you plant an oak, remember, it's like planting a woman. There's more to her than you will ever anticipate, just like this oak tree to be here long after I'm gone. When I lived in Wilkshire in the UK, I worked for an organisation called the National Trust. And my experience of the National Trust is an experience of being changed by contact with what that organisation did and more importantly with the a mixture of the people to be found doing it and the result of their work when seen in the context of history and future generations. Now if you're not bored by now you should have gone to sleep. I'm sitting on a chair which reminds me of the a bench, sorry, a bench which reminds me of the National Trust. The reason it reminds me of the National Trust is not that it's been kept by me in a state which no National Trust person would countenance, but because it, ha it has a design which is very pleasing to the eye and which suggests intelligence rather than machinery. There's a place down the road from Bradford on Avon in Wilkshire that I've been to a few times. It's a small house with a garden designed by Peto, P-E-T-O. I wonder if Barbara K.B. has heard of the garden designer Peto, Italian. not obscure but the 
It isn't just the shape of the flower beds, but it was the harmony, the harmonious blending of shape. with form and color. The blending and the melding together of the two as for example the shape of the stone remains constant the tone of the stone changed with the light and the season and the flowers and the trees were in constant flow. It's a lovely bench. I've sat on it here. Alvin the dog is standing. He's too young to lie down. I don't think I've ever seen him lying down except when he was ready for sleep. And even then if I moved he got up. Oh, to have a greater facility for stone, for color, for f growing things. I, I'm looking at a stone and I don't know what kind of stone it is. Could it be limestone? Could it be? Could it be rich? The future's not ours to see, but I cannot name the stone for you. I cannot name as many of the plants as I... I cannot name those lovely blue long-stemmed, and I'm talking about two feet long, the stem. I cannot name the trees and I can't really name the colors with the facility that a poet would find useful. I'm hoping that through long-term contact with Belinda I shall learn some the names of some of the subtler colors. Anyway, I think it's time for coffee. So, inside, off to the air press. And I thank you very much for whatever company you've given me.